This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So, so Coach, uh, with the new offense that you've put in place, are you guys – more wide open, more of a three wide receiver group, or are you still more conventional when you line up on the field? Um, you know, I look at this offense as being multiple. You know what I mean? I think when you look at good offenses, you look at a multiple um, personnel offense, um, changing in and out of personnel groupings. Um, it starts up front as far as being physical in the run game or just being physical all the way around and being a downhill run game and being physical on the perimeter. Um, but we're going to play our best 11 guys. And, that, you know, John Donovan is doing a good job of, um, you know, applying his system, implementing the system. And uh, we like it. I mean, it's fun. Um, the guys are having fun with it. Uh, JD is doing a good job of teaching it and installing it. And, uh, no, there's a good, a good sense of energy going around offensively right now. All right, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman. Uh, she'll be followed by Ruth Robbins. Go ahead, Lauren. Virginia, we've heard a lot of praise from other coaches and players for the freshman wide receivers. What has your impression been uh, of those guys? Um, they've been good. Uh, they work hard every day. Um, you know, the cool thing about, you know, all three of those guys, you know, Rome, Jalen, and Sawyer, um, you know, when they got here, you know, they they got right to the playbook. You know, the cool thing about them is that they're, they're really good dudes. They connected with the group the group connected with them and uh you know they go out and they practice hard i mean just like any freshman you know you're gonna have your ups and your downs and and all that but they keep battling and and uh you know i'm I'm really i'm really pleased you know with how they're picking up the playbook you know as a freshman and uh as freshmen so no, they're doing good they're making plays um you know it's it's, it's built some really good competition in that room all right we'll go to ruth robbins uh, she'll be followed by chris fetters go ahead ruth Hey, Junior. Hey, Ruth. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, so when you first got to Washington, uh, one of the criticisms with the receivers at that time was the downhill blocking, The you know, um, and, and I remember we talked about this and, and that was something that you were going to work on. I just wondered after year one uh, with these guys, is this, have, have you seen some progression with that? Are they are they doing better in that regard? And, and are you continuing to focus on that kind of thing? Uh, yes. I, you know, yeah, I, I think it's a, you know, Ruth, I think it's a, um, it's a daily mindset. That makes sense. Um, we're always trying to focus on that. You know, like today, for example, the first thing we did was hit the two man sled, you know what I mean? Just to kind of get that mindset going, that mindset going. Um, but no, I, you know, like coach Lake says, you know, you know, first thing we want to be physical and that's not just talking about up front. That's talking about on the perimeter that, you know, the physical guys are going to play and it's a mindset and uh, it's a daily mindset. It's when your feet hit the ground. Um, but it's on me um, 
as a coach to, you know, spark that fire every day, you know, to, to put an emphasis on that, you know, and, and when you're blocking and you're physical in the run game, um, you know, big runs come from wide receivers blocking downfield. Those are just as rewarding as catching touchdowns um, on the perimeter. So, you know, just getting those guys, you know, they bought into it. I think, you know, you, you use a guy, you look at a guy like Terrell Bynum or, or Puka Nakua, and um, those guys bought into the run game last year, and it helped their game, and they became really good pass catchers for us, um, you know, when we needed them. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters. He'll be followed by Nick Mendro. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Junior, um, was asking Coach Lake the other day about the, the running backs room and, and how guys have gotten bigger, and he made a comment about how uh, there's a reason heavyweights don't fight lightweights. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if how much that might apply to the receivers room as well, because I also – took a look at the receivers and, and the, the average size from last year's group to this year's. And it looks like on average, you guys are, are a little bit bigger as well. Do you, do you think there's some, some logic to that as well when you look at the, the receivers? Um, yeah. I mean, there is some logic to that, uh, you know, size, speed, and athleticism. But that, to me, it's, it really comes down to the mindset, you know, coming out to work every day. I've seen some of the, I mean, one of the best receivers to play the game is Steve Smith. He's not, He's not very tall, but he played. He played like he was, like he was six four. You know, so it's it's all about you know the mindset for us on the perimeter and making the difficult plays. You know, when the you always say, um, make the highly difficult plays look easy. You know, going up and snatching the football. Um, you know, going going and getting throwing your face in there in the run game and blocking safeties. Um, that's what we want to do, regardless of your size. But yes, I, I I do feel like we got we have gotten you know. Our size has gotten bigger. Um, so hopefully that answers your question. All right, we'll go to Nick from the Daily, followed by Mike Farrell. Go ahead, Nick. Ty Jones had a big impact his first two years, and then he kind of missed some time last year but came on strong again at the end. Uh, how has he looked after missing some time last year, and then what does he mean to this group heading into the season? I mean, when you look at this group, Ty is, Ty is one of the leaders in that room. Ty has made a, a, a lot of plays. Um, I do think, you know, him being out of, you know, him being out of lineup some of the year, most of the year last year has helped him. Sometimes when you, um, you know, when you when you're able to step back and see it um, through another lens, it it helps you get better. He took a lot of mental reps. He had a good off season, and honestly, Ty right now um, he's playing good football for us. You know, and and I'm just harping on him to be consistent every day, every day. So. All right, we'll go to Mike Varell, followed by Masvida. Go ahead, Mike. I think he's muted. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Hey, Junior. Hey, Mike. Um, how are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. Um, you mentioned Terrell Bynum, but, uh, you know, that dude made a lot of those difficult plays last year in terms of the tight space catches, and you talked about the blocking ability. He might kind of fly under the radar publicly a little bit, but what made him effective and, and what are the strides that you've seen for, uh, for him the last year or so? Um, I think what made him effective last year was he, he stayed the course. He was process driven. Um, one thing about TB is he's, he's very smart. He knows the system inside and out. Um, and, you know, last year for us, you know, going all the way back, I mean, if you really look at the plays he had for us early on in the season, I mean, he was just really getting his hands dirty, throwing his face in there. And, and as time progressed, he got his opportunity, I want to say, against – you know, Oregon on, you know, and he made a lot of big third down plays for us. And, you know, and he's, and he's displayed that throughout the course of camp, you know, when, when we get in, 
into those, um, you know, finishing game situations as, you know, Coach Lake calls Kobe situations. Um, being finishers, TB, you know, has he has showed up for us in those in those situations, and it's good because all the, you know, he kind of, you know, him and Ty and and Jordan Chin, they kind of set the bar in that room, and you know, it's good for those young guys to be able to see the standard. All right, we'll go to Masvida, followed by Anthony. Go ahead, Mas. Yep. Hey, Coach. Uh, just going back on the physicality of a uh, receiver. I know we we think of physicality in terms of blocking, like you talked about, but. How important is it to have a receiver who makes those catches and then also once the catch is made to get that yak yards afterwards? Well, I think, like I always say, I can get my daughter to catch a five-yard hitch and fall on the ground, right? It's, it's the one that, um, you know, who's going to make the contested plays? You know what I mean? Who's going to go over the middle um, when it's third down and it's money down for us or it's, or it's in the red zone um, and money down situation? Who's going to go make those plays? Who's going to go snatch the football? And then, you know, I, again, like, like I said, if you, I want to see guys that are going to catch the football and get me some run after the catch, you know, and that's, that's what, you know, that's been a, that's an emphasis this week for us. It's just, just catch and finish. It's just catch and finish. And um, so, you know, that's, it's something we got it. We're emphasizing here this week. Most importantly, I, like we we probably took a step back in that department, but um, you know, we're making strides. All right. We'll go to Anthony from the daily followed by Christian Capel. Go ahead, Anthony. How are the guys getting comfortable with their connection with the quarterbacks? Is it hard to really adjust to a new guy or is it just another person throwing the ball? Um, no, I wouldn't say that. I think we're adjusting fine. I mean, I think it's – honestly, I tell the wide receivers, we, we, we play great for our quarterback. Um, again, we make the highly – we want to make the highly difficult plays look easy on a consistent basis. And whoever is back there throwing the ball, if it's coming out spiral or it's coming out wobbling, it's coming to us, we got to go make the play. And that's our job. And that's all that matters. All right. We'll go to Christian. He'll be followed by Chris Fetters and then Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Christian. Hey, Junior. Um, I'm just curious when you, when you first scouted Rome Odunze and mm-hmm. saw his tape and, and got to know him and stuff, what, what stood out about him? What, what separated him as a prospect? Rome, um, size, speed, and athleticism. And then when he did get the ball in his hands, he always made the first person miss. And then when you get to know him, he's a really good dude. Um, he's got a big heart. He comes from a good family, a wonderful mom. Um, and he's got a really good work ethic, a really good work ethic. All right. We'll go to Chris Fetters and uh, wrap things up with Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Junior. Uh, also asking about Sawyer. I know that he was probably the one guy that people haven't talked about all that much. I think probably mostly because of his injury and the thought that maybe he wouldn't play all that much this year. But when you saw him and, and knowing how good he was on both sides of the ball his junior season, what really stood out to you then that made you believe that offense was really going to be the side of the ball in college that was going to be the thing that, that, uh, that made it for him, especially for you guys? Well, I, I think when you get to know Sawyer, you know that he's an offensive guy just from just talking to him. Um, but, you know, what stood out to me is that he's a good football player and he's, he's a proven winner. Um, he catch, he makes tough catches. He's very smart. Um, he's actually been, he's probably, he's probably one of the funniest guys in that room. He's a, he's a, he's an awesome dude. I like being around Sawyer, but I used to see he was a winner in high school. You know what I mean? And, uh, and he's a really good football player and he's tough. Real tough. All right, last question for Coach Adams will come from Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Kim. 
Hey, Coach, how frustrating is it on a Saturday afternoon to see TVs on with college football going on, seeing the scores, and knowing you've still got a couple more weeks to go? Uh, I wouldn't say it's frustrating. I like watching football, so it's fine. Well, you know, the situation is the situation, and when it's our time, it's our time. I, I don't really get too caught up in and um, being frustrated watching somebody else. If anything, I can get better watching them. So, no, I enjoy watching the games. I mean, we've been practicing on Saturday, so – um, I haven't been able to watch too many of the games, but, you know, before we started camp, you know, I, I did enjoy um, watching a lot of NFL games on Sunday. I never got a chance to do that. So that was pretty good for me. And uh, it's cool because you get to see things that you never saw and you can learn from just watching a lot of the games. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really try to let frustration creep in my mind. I use it as a way to just get better and see what I can learn from watching other guys play. All right, that'll wrap us up with Coach Adams. Uh, Peyton Henry will be along shortly. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I, I can't think of too many major college football teams that have two scholarship place kickers on the roster. How tight is your competition? How, how, how much can it swing from day to day on, on who has the main duties? Hey, now we're out there competing every day, no matter what it is. You know, you know whether the kickers, the punters, the long snappers, always out there wanting to compete with each other the best that we can do, you know, and within our unit, we have a pretty high standard. So competing every day, no matter, you know, what it is, what the situation is, whoever's kicking or whatnot, we just always want to come in and compete and, uh, you know, to be the best, even in the Pac-12 and in the nation. All right. Thank you, Peyton. We'll go to uh, Lauren Kirschman. Uh, Lauren will be followed by Christian. Go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Peyton. How do you feel like you're different from the time that you got here until now, whether that's as a player improvements you've made or just how you carry yourself on the field? Uh, yeah, you know, definitely, uh, I think I've taken some steps, you know, since I've gotten here, you know, a lot, you know, learned a lot of things, um, you know, definitely think uh, the mental side of the game has, you know, helped me, uh, you know, improve with my kicking, you know, just everyday, day-to-day stuff, um, just learning how to, you know, have that mental edge every day, um, and then, you know, getting in the weight room, you know, getting stronger, more flexible, always, you know, working on that type of stuff too, so, you know, it's a combination of physical and mental improvement, I think. All right, we'll go to Christian Capel. He'll be followed by Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah, Peyton, I'm, I'm curious your, your reaction to your, uh, your good buddy, Jake Hayner, winning the, the starting quarterback job down in Fresno. Yeah, no, it's awesome to hear. You know, I've been best friends since kindergarten. You know, he's kind of the reason I ended up at UW. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be more happy for him, you know. A uh, guy who works super hard, competes, good leader. You know, I'm really happy for him. He deserves it. And I'm excited to see him ball out this Saturday. All right, we'll go to Kim Grinolds, and then uh, Christian has another one. Go ahead, Kim. There we go. Sorry about that. Hey, Peyton, can you tell us a little bit about kicking in Husky Stadium? Um, just in the different elements, the rain, the sun, the wind, you try to draw it in, hook it in, aim for the middle all the time. Does it matter on distance? Can you just tell us a little bit about that thought process, depending on conditions? Yeah, you know, Husky Stadium could be a pretty tricky place to kick in, but uh... – you know, you kind of learn how to deal with the wind, the rain, the cold, all that type of stuff. So, you know, you got to appreciate those warm days with the, no wind you get out there or, you know, just because 
you know, come game day, especially now this season, we're playing in November, December. So every game's going to be a little dog weather. So, you know, always ready for type, that type of stuff and uh, always, always prepared for whatever it is so we can go out and operate and execute. Do you like to put it right down the middle or do you play it for a little bit of a draw sometimes? Yeah, you know, depending on, uh, you know, what the wind is that day or the weather or whatever, we'll try to aim, you know, a certain way, whichever the legs are, whichever way the flags are going on top of the uprights, uh, you know, try to play that. Um, but, you know, just, you know, try to hit a straight ball every time because if you hit a straight ball, you know, it'll, it'll cut through that wind and uh, it won't matter which way the wind's blowing. All right, we'll go to Christian Capel followed by Masvida. Go ahead, Christian. I know you mentioned that, that Jake was one of the first guys to get you into football. I think I've, I've heard the story before, but I mean, was it, was he really like the, the very first person who ever kind of mentioned that pos- possibility to you? Yeah, you know, I always kind of wanted to try, but never, you know, actually took that step. And then uh, our freshman year, I wasn't even, you know, playing football. They already had the first game of the season. He was on JV and uh, their kicker missed two extra points and they tied 12 to 12 after that. You know, he called me up, had me come out and kick in front of a couple of the coaches. And ever since then, you know, it's been kicking, you know, all that type of stuff. So, yeah, he was really the main guy that got me started. All right, we'll go to Masvida. If anybody else has a question for Peyton, raise your hand. Please go ahead, Mas. Hey, Peyton, I know you just talked about kicking in terms of weather elements. How and if would no crowd and then getting some crowd in there? Because, I, I mean, I know, you, you know, the mentality is to draw that out. But just how does that affect or can that affect you? Um, yeah, you know, you always want to have, you know, go into the kick, you know, blocking out the crowd noise. So even if there's no crowd, you're you're prepared for that. Even, you know, with our scrimmages we've had, there's been no no crowd in there, obviously. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to go in there, operate no matter what. No fans, fans, it doesn't matter. We're going to go in there, do our job. All right, Nick from the Daily, go ahead. Yeah, last year you were uber consistent, and uh, but you didn't take a field goal over 50. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the range this year and how that's coming along? Yeah, you know, whatever they've sent me out for, you know, I'm, I'm ready to hit. Um, you know, it's up to them. It's not up to me. I'll, I'll go out there and, you know, whatever they ask me to do, I'll help, to, you know, go out there, do my job. And that's that's all I can ask for, you know, is that opportunity. But, um, yeah, you know, um, just doing my job whenever it's asked. I don't care where it is. You know, I just want to get the points on the board. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Peyton, you talked about your mentality and just the, the growth process over the years here. Was curious when, when you have a situation like Oregon – and it doesn't go your way does your personality lend itself to where it's is it fuel for you going forward or is it do you go back to the start and kind of go through the steps more mechanically what how does how do things like that maybe drive you or motivate you yeah no definitely you know as fuel to the fire you always want to come back you know uh come in do your job um definitely use that as motivation you know after that and uh I learned from it and took a took the next step after that so I think it was actually kind of a good thing that something like that happened even if it uh you know didn't go my way you know I learned from it and uh move forward all right we'll take a question from Kim Grinnells if no more raised hands we'll end with that but go ahead Kim hey Peyton new long snapper part of the equation does it make any difference uh, no, not at all. I've done some good work over the summer and, you know, this first part of fall camp. So, you know, he's, Jaden's, he's the real deal. He'll, you guys will see us in a, in a couple of weeks here. Uh, super athletic, super consistent, super fast uh, snap times. Uh, he'll, he'll be the real deal. You guys will see. All right. Masvida got a question. Go ahead, Mas. Yeah. Hey, Peyton, just wondering the balance of, you know, in the weight room, your leg getting stronger, but yet trying to keep the, the finesse of it, that ability for you to control the ball, you know, what's the, 
thought process when you're working out? Yeah, you know, in the off season, you know, trying to, you know, keep adding strength, distance, flexibility, all that type of stuff. And then going into the season, just maintaining that in the weight room, uh, not, you know, killing my legs, but still getting, you know, a good workout in so that, uh, you know, my leg will stay, you know, in shape and good to go for the whole season. All right. Well, our last question of the day will be from Dan Raley. Our last question for Peyton, that is, from Dan Raley. Go ahead, Dan. Peyton, I was just thinking last year when you guys played California, you had a huge kick right near to the end of the end of the game. How much did that change you, or was it just part of your routine that, you know, you stepped up and hit it? It just seemed to me that – and I talked to some of the other legendary kickers. They thought you uh, really built confidence with that kick against Cal last year. Yeah, you know, it was definitely a great start to the season. Uh, you know, kind of set the tone for the rest of the year, I think. And, you know, something like that, you know, hitting a big game, hitting a big field goal can, you know, add confidence, you know, for the rest of the season. I think that definitely helped. All right, that'll wrap it up for Peyton. Thank you for your time here today, Peyton. All right, thank you. Back with Terrell Bynum in just a bit. Thanks, everybody. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Terrell, um, Junior was just talking about your willingness and effectiveness as a blocker going through last season. And I'm wondering how much pride you take in a lot of that stuff that maybe doesn't show up for the typical fan, but the the kind of the dirtier stuff, how much pride you take in that? I take a lot of pride in it. Um, me and him have had multiple conversations, and he basically told me that will make my career longer in the league. So I focused on it, and it helped me get on the field. So I feel like uh, I take pride in a lot of it. All right, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman. Uh, she'll be followed by Dan Riley. Go ahead, Lauren. Hi, Terrell. Uh, we've heard a lot from players and coaches about uh, the freshman wide receivers. What have you seen with those from those guys uh, over this first week or so of camp? Um, they're dynamic and really fast, so they're going to make a lot of plays for us. Uh, and they're cool people, so it's great to be around them. And uh, I like leading them and teaching them a lot of stuff, but they're light years where I, where I was before I got here. All right, we'll go to Dan Riley, followed by Christian Capel. Go ahead, Dan. Well, I know you can't give away any secrets. Um, a lot of people just assume with a new offensive coordinator coming in that he's he's been brought in to just open things up and, you know, create a, a more of a passing attack. W- would you say it's more wide open or is it just uh, the, the same kind of 50-50 type approach with a lot of different tweaks? Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do exactly. All I know is that we can do everything. Uh, we have a lot of multiple things we could we could pretty much do a lot. I've talked to him about a lot of schemes, and we could pound it. We could we could throw it. It just comes down to what we want to do that week. All right, sorry about that. We'll go to Christian Capel, followed by Nick Mendro. Go ahead, Christian. Hey, Terrell, I know you came in in the same signing class as uh, Jake Hayner, and he uh-huh. mentioned you guys all still kind of keep in touch on the group chat and everything. I'm just curious your, your reaction to seeing him um, get the starting job down in Fresno. Man, that's dope. Uh, Jake is one of my closest friends. I've known him since high school, and we've talked about it. And I knew he was going to get it because he's super talented. But uh, I'm just I'm happy to finally see it because we've been we've been grinding for a while. All right, we'll go to Nick Mendro from the Daily, followed by Mike Farrell. Go ahead, Nick. 
I was just going to ask about uh, what it's been like catching passes in practice from Kevin Thompson coming in. He's an older guy, new to the program. Could you talk a little bit about that? Wow, the old head. Uh, he's he's dope. Uh, uh, finally got to know him like as a person too. He's he's a lot older dude, but uh, he knows a lot what he's doing. Uh, he knows schemes and everything really well, so he anticipates really well uh, balls, and he has a nice ball. All right, we'll go to Mike Farrell, followed by Masvida. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Terrell, I mean, last uh, season it seemed like you separated yourself making a lot of those tight window catches, difficult third-down catches. When it comes to that, when it comes to strong hands and concentration and all that, how do you work on that? How do you improve in that? Um, a lot of people think it's a hand strength, and it, it really is, but it's more about concentration and uh, keeping your mind clear, I would say. Being able to really uh, focus only on the ball and not think about getting hit or the guy around you, but if you can lift the ball all the way in, I think you have a great chance of bringing it in all the time. All right. Uh, we'll go to Masvida. Go ahead, Mas. Hey, Terrell. You talked a little bit about uh, being a leader, and sometimes it said that, you know, you can actually learn more from teaching. Could you expand just on your leadership and what kind of leader you are and, like you said, how you enjoy – how much you enjoy being a leader for this team? Uh, talking to Junior Adams and, like, growing as a person, I think I struggle with being a vocal leader because I was more of, like, a I need to do stuff, like, and show, like, what I can do on the field first. But uh, after talking to him, I realized it's not necessarily about being, like, a rah-rah guy but always just rallying the troops, like, if someone's having a bad day you could always pick them up so they, they have a better day. So um, mo- mostly it's more about being a good friend and uh, being a brother to them. So, you know, some people are going to have a lot of issues off the field. So just making sure that uh, I'm always there for them and I'm, I got their back. All right. We'll go to Christian Capel, followed by Ruth Robbins, and then Mike Varell. Christian, go ahead, please. Terrell, I know you'd mentioned last year that you'd watched a lot of Cooper Cup on tape. Um, I would imagine a lot, a lot of junior Adams receivers probably have. I'm, I'm curious what you see from him that you really like, uh, why, why his game is one that, that you like to study so much and how you sort of try to apply that to your game. Um, what I like a lot about him is uh, I would give you two words. Uh, he's really physical and he's really smart. Uh, uh, he knows how to set guys up. He knows how to read coverages really well. He knows who to run the routes off of. So, that makes it easier for him to run routes. He's he's like a step ahead of the game already. And then as far as being physical, uh, he's not just worried about catching the ball. Um, he's trying to score every single time. Uh, he's trying to catch difficult catches. He's trying to break the tackle and then get to the end zone every time. And I try to emulate that for sure. All right, we'll go to Ruth, followed by Mike Farrell. Go ahead, Ruth. Yeah, Terrell. Um, and we did touch on this a little bit earlier, but I had talked to Junior about the downfield blocking, and he was talking about how he's really trying to get you guys to play really physical, but do you feel, just looking around you with the guys in the room with you, do you feel like this is a more physical receiver group than we've seen at Washington for a while? I would say yes, we have it in us for sure. I mean, uh, we just we just have to come out. Uh, we for sure have it in us. I've seen flashes, but we just got to be more consistent, I would say. Uh, we just... We just have to read read more into the coverages and just get our head into there because sometimes we're a little hesitant. All right, we'll go to Mike Farrell, followed by Kim Grinolds. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Terrell, it looked like um, on social media and stuff this offseason that you were in tremendous shape. And, and I know that it looks like your weight isn't much different than it was last year, but how are you different physically than a year ago? And what have you really done this offseason? I felt like last year I was a lot more bulky. Um, I mean, I was bigger for sure. 
but now I'm more flexible, so I feel like I'm a lot faster and uh, more agile. So I think that's the big difference that I made. All right, we'll go to Kim Grinnells, followed by Chris Fetters, and then Lauren. Go ahead, Kim. Hey, Terrell, you were a highly recruited guy coming out of high school. You know, everybody coming out of high school thinks they can come in and immediately start and make an impact. But, you know, just redshirting that first year and then playing time gradually increasing to high expectations for you this year. Can you tell us a little bit about the journey and, you know, some of the highs and lows of getting to this point? Um, coming in, I for sure became humbled. Um, having to go through that journey of being redshirted and not playing uh, – but it, uh, I'm appreciative of it because I have to grind for everything I got. So uh, as far as making tough catches in practice, uh, doing the dirty work, blocking, um, it, made, it made me see not necessarily how it's going to be here, but like in the future as a professional level of how I would have to grind if, if that situation came up again. And, and I'm, I'm ready for it. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters, followed by Lauren Kirschman. Go ahead, Chris. Terrell, you've mentioned a lot about your growth and as a leader and, and getting more vocal and whatnot. I was wondering how much, you know, last year, for instance, watching guys like Aaron and, and Andre, how much that influenced you and, and how much you watched them in terms of knowing that this year you were going to be kind of taking their role. Um, they taught me a lot. Uh, those guys grinded a whole bunch, and I got some good things off of them. Uh, uh, we, they watched a lot of tape, and they, they taught me how to watch tape. So I got, I got a lot of good habits from them. Um, Aaron Fuller, uh, I watched a lot of his tape too. He's, he's another, uh, good mental guy. He's, he knows how to set up people that he knows how to read coverages and stuff like that. So I, I learned a lot from, from them, from those guys. All right. We'll, uh, go to Lauren Kirschman. No other hands are raised. So Lauren might be the last one, but go ahead, Lauren. You mentioned that the new guys are kind of light years ahead of where you were as a freshman. What about the way that they've performed or carried themselves makes you feel that way? Um, I would say that they're playing a lot faster than me. Uh, I would say, I would like to say I was just as fast, but I was a lot more hesitant. But being around guys that uh, are, are really smart, we're, help, we're able to give them the keys, and, and they, they know the offense a lot better than I did when I first got in. So they're playing just fast. They're, they're, they're more thinking about the defense than the actual play on offense. So that's why I would say that they're light years ahead. All right, Christian Capel has a question. Go ahead, Christian. Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask, you know, when a guy who, who's your teammate and your friend, like like Jake Hayner, makes the decision to transfer, obviously everybody who plays this game knows that guys have to do what's best for them. But what could you just kind of describe the feeling of, you know, knowing that he's probably moving on to a better opportunity, but also that, you know, your your buddy and, and your teammate and everything is, isn't going to be, you know, with you guys anymore? Um, I gave him a hard time for it, for sure, because I was a little heartbroken. Uh I hung out with him all the time and he's like just a goofy dude that I loved and him being gone, uh, I knew it was the best opportunity for him. So, I mean, I was happy for him, but yeah, it just gave him a hard time because I wish he was here and I could hang out with him again. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 